you are listening to All Law, an audio series by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan Attorney, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to design practical legal solutions for our clients by combining legal knowledge with extensive industry and technology experience. This podcast series is a part of a knowledge sharing initiative where we discuss notable legal developments and analyze their business implications. I am Pratyush Jain, your host for this episode and today we have Ms. Falguni Gupta for an insightful discussion on the topic Revival of Insolvency Proceedings Analysis and Way Forward. Hi Falguni, how are you? I am good Pratyush, how are you? I am fine Falguni. Falguni, we'll start from the basics. What do we mean by the revival of a proceeding initiated under the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code 2016? So yeah, Pratyush, the revival of a proceeding initiated under the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code of a short IBC 2016 means restoration of IBC proceeding that was withdrawn pursuant to the settlement entered between the parties. In such circumstances, rather than initiating a fresh proceeding, the earlier withdrawn proceeding can be revived in light of certain facts and circumstances. The IBC per se does not provide for the revival of the IBC proceeding once the same is withdrawn. Therefore, for seeking revival, the inherent jurisdiction of the National Company Law Tribunal or NCLT can be invoked by filing an application under Section 60, Subsection 5 of the IBC read with Rule 11 of NCLT Rules 2016. Thanks, Falguni. But are there any foreseeable challenges the parties may incur to seek revival of the IBC proceedings? Yes, Pratyush. A party intending to seek the revival of IBC proceedings should be granted liberty by the tribunal when withdrawing the IBC proceeding to seek revival of the said proceeding if there is any breach of the terms of the settlement agreed between the parties. It has been noted that if no liberty is granted by the tribunal at the time of withdrawal, the party would face difficulty reviving the proceeding. This position was explained in the case of Krishna Garg versus Pioneers Fabricators Private Limited, wherein the Honorable NCLAT did not allow the revival of the CIRP proceedings because the settlement terms were not filed, nor they were brought on record and incorporated in the order of the NCLT to seek liberty for revival of the IBC proceedings. More so, the same position was upheld in the case of ICICI Bank versus OPTO circuits decided on 28th of April 2022, wherein the NCLAT stated that if the corporate debtor defaults on the terms of a settlement agreement regarding the payment of outstanding installments and liberties granted, then the IBC proceeding can be revived. Understood. Continuing that, can you please clarify to our audience what specific cases the liberty of the tribunal can be sought to revive the IBC proceeding? Yes, sure. If the IBC proceeding was withdrawn by mere reference of settlement entered between the parties and if the set terms of the settlement were not brought on record or being filed before the tribunal at the time the said proceeding was withdrawn, 
then it will be believed that the tribunal was not aware of the terms of the settlement therefore the said settlement was taken outside the tribunal therefore only in cases where the settlement agreement has been brought on record or filed before the tribunal and on the said pretext if the tribunal grants liberty then ivc proceeding can be revived thanks falguni that surely does clarify a lot after that are there any judicial precedents about the instances yes there are the distinction was recognized in the case of srlk enterprises versus jalantrans solutions wherein it was stated that it is significant to distinguish in cases where the ibc proceeding was withdrawn but the settlement terms were not made part of the tribunal's record and in cases wherein the settlement agreement has been brought on record and had been made part of the order of withdrawal and liberty has been sought the latter allows for the restoration of ibc proceedings in case of default since the ibc is not a recovery proceeding where parties can repeatedly come to court due to non payment of debt hence liberty is required by placing the settlement on record okay but moving towards the next challenge whether the nature of debt changes post the debt settlement so yes pratyush the honorable nclat in the case of priyal kantilal patel versus irep credit capital decided on 1st of february 2023 stated that the nature of debt does not change if the parties have entered settlement after ibc proceeding is initiated in this case the financial creditor upon the breach of the settlement agreement filed a fresh section 7 application which the corporate debtor opposed by claiming that the breach of consent term does not constitute a financial debt further the nclat held that the breach of consent terms in an earlier company petition does not wipe out the financial debt claimed by the financial creditor nor does it change the nature and character of the financial debt the honorable nclat further held that allowing such an interpretation would grant undue advantage to the corporate debtor who breached the settlement terms in this regard it must also be looked at if the settlement agreement was entered before initiating ibc proceeding or after the proceeding is initiated considering if the settlement was entered after the proceeding is initiated and the nature of the debt changes it would open doors for the corporate debtor to enter the settlement and let the nature of the debt get changed for it to not be maintainable under the ibc code therefore a settlement agreement after the proceeding is initiated should not alter the nature of the original debt thanks falguni now coming to our final question for this podcast Do we see any challenges or grey areas on the overall revival procedure of the IBC proceeding? Um, Pratyush, in this regard, to the extent that the party can seek revival of the IBC proceeding, it can be concluded that the same is possible wherein the settlement has been brought on record and liberty is granted by the adjudicating authority. However, to the extent of change in the nature of debt concerned. NCLT has decided that the nature of debt shall not change post entering into a settlement agreement after IBC proceeding is initiated 
hence we do not see any grey areas with respect to the revival of ivc proceedings and that marks the end of today's episode thank you falguni for sharing valuable information on the topic i hope you enjoyed the session it was a pleasure to have been a part of the conversation with you pratyush thank you for having me thank you for taking the time to listen to this series the cases discussed in the episode are cited in the description for reference we would love your feedback comments and questions about the episode you can write to us at podcast@lakshmishree.com to know more you can also suggest topics you would like to hear more about for future episodes check out our website www.lakshmishree.com linked in the episode description below to keep abreast with relevant legal updates before you join us next week